KCIM Sports presents the Pizza Ranch Saturday Morning Coaches Show with Sports Director Jeff Blankman. Thank you very much, John, and a good Saturday morning. Jeff Blankman hanging out with you, of course, on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. We've got eight coaches to, to talk to this week. We're going to be wrapping up the season with a couple of those. And Tracy Huffman of the Kemper Girls Wrestling Team and Samantha Vanami with the Carroll Girls Wrestling Team as they wrapped up their season with some of their individuals down at the State Wrestling Tournament on Thursday and Friday. We'll also talk with Andrew Clank about Kemper Girls Basketball. They've been on a little bit of a tear. Katie Cook and the Carroll Girls Basketball have been on a big-time tear. Sean Minahan and the Kemper Boys Basketball Team, they, they just continue to play great ball. Randy Beeson and the Carroll Boys Basketball Team had a nice bounce-back win last night. We'll also talk a little wrestling, kind of an off week for for a lot of the boys' teams, but we had some things to talk to Eric Noggle with the Carroll Boys and Shane Vaughn with the Kemper Boys Wrestling Team. Now, Deb Danner not going to join us, didn't have any event this week, of course, coming up today, and we'll talk about that uh, coming up in the sports schedule in the back part of the show here today, but uh, they're at their state qualifying meet today up in Ames. So we'll talk with Deb next week about how that goes. But we've got plenty to get to to start our show here today. Of course, the State Girls Wrestling wrapped up on Friday. Julia Canny of the Carroll Tigers was our lone wrestler to qualify from Thursday into Friday. She took on Mariah Michaels of St. Ansgar in the fourth wrestle back to start yesterday morning at 110 pounds. Canny battled hard but ended up losing by fall at the 321 mark. And uh, she uh, finishes in the top 12 in each of her two years down at the state. So that's a terrific job by her. Went 3-2 and two again at this year's tournament, finishing her season at 38-14. and 14. Let's move on to some girls' basketball night. Uh, the Kemper Knights pick up a 38-27 victory against Shenandoah. Kaylee Simons with 11 points to go with it, 6 steals. Franny Glenn has been a rebounding machine lately. 12 points to go with it, 10 rebounds. Carroll knocks off a Boone 49-26. Tigers have won 4 of their last. Last five and three straight. Olivia Rowetter had nine points to go with it, 10 rebounds. Allie Cook, big night with 15 points and eight rebounds. It was Arweva knocking off Glenn Ralston, 48-44. to Rockets uh, got 10 points, six rebounds, five assists from Amber Regaler, and Gabby Hundling added at 17 points, six rebounds, and four steals. For Glenn Ralston, Tyler Jansen goes over 1,000 points for her career, finishing up with 24 last night. Allison Snyder finished up with seven points. It was Isaac County falling last night to Southeast Valley, 62-45. Sarah Bontrager, 18 points to go with four rebounds, and a girl who's become a double-double machine, Addison Ehler, with 13 points to go with 13 rebounds. Elsewhere in girls' basketball, I.K. Manning picks up another win. They're second in a row. They down at Loma, 49-41. Anna Stangle, 19 points to go with six steals. Taylor Beckendorf had 12 points to go with nine rebounds on the night. Coon Rapids Bear, they pick up a 40-25 victory at home over Booyer Valley. Breeley Clayberg with 16.6 rebounds, while Ashton Clucky had 10 points on the night. South Central Calhoun downed Manson Northwest Webster 54-33. Bree Patterson with 17 points, 4 steals. She also had 4 assists on the night. Sadie Wheelock, 8 points to go with 7 rebounds. And Peyton Chardin falls last night at Orient Maxburg 52-38. Outscored 21-3 in the 4th quarter. It was after being down by just 2 going into that 4th quarter. So 3 really good quarters for them. Olivia Smith did have 25 last night, 25 points. And Kalia Minahan finished up with 9 points. We move over now to the boys' side of things. Kemper just continues to roll. They knocked off Shenandoah last night, 87-42. Brock Bading, 22 points and 5 rebounds. Carter Putney, 14 points, 10 rebounds, including an alley-oop dump. Dunk uh, on the opening playoff of the opening tip last night as the Knights ran a, a play and got that opening dunk from Putney. Carol Tigers defeated Boone 53-43. Uh, Jared Moore had 9 points. Peyton Wardell 10 points with 6 rebounds. Isak continues to win. They knocked off Southeast Valley 67-51. Caleb Eichhorn was 7 points ago with 5 rebounds and 3 steals. Ryan Clare 28 points, 11 rebounds and 4 steals. South Central Calhoun knocked off Manson Northwest Webster 61 to 51. Andrew Anderson with 12 points. Gavin Bad at 22 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 block shots. Our Weaver Thompson, Glidden Ralston, 
57 to 47 for the Rockets. Blaine Smith 19 points, four assists. Emmett Newman 13.7 rebounds for the Wildcats. Jonathan Bergmeyer with 21 points and Colby Wallace with 18 points. Coon Rapids Baird beats Booyer Valley last night 80 to 65. Cal Hayden 30 points, 10 rebounds, seven assists. Cade Barron's 18 points, 12 rebounds. And five assists. Ikea Manning gets by Loma 65 to 30. Ross Guza with 24 points on the night to go with three steals. It was Lane Sam's nice double double 16 points, 14 rebounds, and five assists. We'll step away, take a break. We'll talk with Tracy Huffman about Kipper Girls Wrestling when we come back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball. Just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll. Open seven days a week. Jeff Blankman joined here by Tracy Huffman, of course, the head girls wrestling coach for the Kemper Knights as we take a look back at a terrific state tournament for the Kemper girls, both Sadie Smith and Grace uh, doing a terrific job. Coach, appreciate you joining us. And we talked to you on this Friday afternoon down here at the state wrestling tournament. Yes. Good afternoon, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, you you bring down two. uh, Both of them get into, you know, uh, Thursday night. I think they were, I think Sadie was happy. I think Grace probably a little disappointed, but your thoughts overall on how you felt like things went for for the Kemper girls down here? Um, Yeah, for Sadie Smith getting down here sophomore year, I mean, that's a huge accomplishment and uh, just proud of her for getting a win down here. And Grace, yeah, it's her senior year, but she wanted more, but just to get here after all of her battles this year, Mm -hmm. just I think it's a huge accomplishment. Let's talk Sadie getting that win. What does that do for her future? And, and what do you think stood out for you in her win? Um, yeah, so when we were walking to the mat, I'm like, no way, is that her girl? Because that girl was pretty buff. And I was like, ooh, we we're going to have our hands full. And she just kind of went out there and dominated her. And, you know, if she sets her mind to it, she can do it. We just, you know, make sure that we're always in the right set of mind and everything. And, yeah, she can really hammer at those girls. She talked a lot yesterday uh, in her interviews and out of her interviews about getting to wrestle with Grace and hanging out with Grace. Those two have such a great connection. Yeah, it started when they were younger. Grace just had a wild hair and said, hey, let's try this. And they did an AAU tournament together. And then, yeah, they've always been great friends. And this was my goal for them was to get both my girls here one year together. And they did it. And I'm so proud of them. Let's talk now about Grace. Uh, as you mentioned, disappointed, but what a cra- an incredible accomplishment to, to battle the injury that she did this year, have to take as much time as she did off, then to win her qualifying regional, get down to the state tournament and pick up a couple of wins down here, says a lot about the competitor that she is. Yeah, she's got uh, um, stubborn. <laughs> yeah, she's when she sets her mind to something, she's pretty determined that, doesn't matter what anybody says she's going to go do it anyways so yeah very proud of her the regionals we didn't we weren't gonna go for the first and second we thought we should set her out just you know to let her recoup a little bit but she said hey I want to do it and she goes I'm just gonna go out and have fun what happens happens and she went out and won it and yeah she got down here first girl was really tough that was we were surprised with that one but she came back and battled the next one and you know we made up our Matched up with Kenny, and we always had a hard time with her, and we just couldn't get past it. But proud of her for making it this far. I really like the adjustments that Grace made after losing that first match. She said that she realized that girls down here probably going to go after that leg, uh, and and she was still able to get two wins, even knowing that girls were going to do that. So that tells you her wrestling smarts. Yeah. So we had to do a little tweaking and adjusting and stuff, but yeah, she was trying to protect it as much as she could and. I know she was in a lot of pain, but she was battling through it. So, yep, she did great. You mentioned the candy match. Them two know each other well. I know it was only the second time they saw each other this year, but uh, probably wrestled five or six times over the last couple of years against each other. Uh, the town rivalries there, but there's also a friendship. I know they run cross country together and, and everything else. So how, how bad does it stink to, to have to wrestle somebody that you know so well down here? Yeah, that's always a thing. And why those two always have to meet up down here <laughs> blows my mind. But, yeah, it sucks <laughs> meeting up with your tough, yeah. you know, but it's part of it. Where's the program go from here uh, for next year, and what are you hoping to continue to build? 
Um, I'm super excited. My middle school grew from four girls from last year to 10 girls this year. So we're hoping to maybe get six incoming freshmen, which is huge for our team because yeah. that will double my numbers, which is awesome. Um, we will lose uh, the two seniors, but I know all the girls that were in on the varsity team will be back. And, you know, those girls are making huge steps forward. And, yeah, I'm just excited to grow our numbers and get an actual team. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate all the time. We bother you every week all season long. So appreciate everything. Uh, have a great off season. and looking forward to next year. Thank you. And thank you for all your coverage on us and always being there with us. You bet. Head Coach Tracy Hoffman again with the Kemper Girls Wrestling Team. We'll be back with more of the Peach Range Coaches Show here on KCIM. Hi, this is Dr. Rick Godding. Join me here on KCIM at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings where I talk about orthopedics and whatever else really comes to mind. We have a good time on the show, and we would like to invite you to join us. Listen this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. right here on KCIM for the St. Anthony Hospital Orthopedics Show with Dr. Rick Godding. For more information about St. Anthony Orthopedics, go to stanthonyhospital.org or call 794-5536. Welcome back here on the Peach Ranch Coaches Show. Jeff Langman joined right now by Carol Tigerhead. Girls wrestling coach Sam Vanami. We're down at the state wrestling tournament where the Tigers had a really good performance, bringing four girls down, three of them getting into Thursday night. Julia Canny, of course, uh, advancing into Friday morning before her season came to an end. Coach, congrats. Really good run with a, a group of four girls down at the state tournament. Had to be pretty pleased. Thanks. I am entirely pleased with this whole season, this whole group of girls. They can't do anything wrong in my eyes they are strong together they are tough together they learn together they're committed to each other and they make me proud every single time what did you see different from them this year uh, than what you saw from the girls that came down last year because several of these making a repeat performance the confidence is better this year um, just knowing the sport in general and the leadership for each other has just grown so much that um, it's boosted their confidence in their moves and their abilities. Let's talk a little bit about Julia Canning. Um, she ends up falling on uh, Friday morning, but, but still another great run to get back down to a Saturday for a second year in a row. What did you see from her in, in all of her matches uh, over the week? Julie, I think I feel like a repeat for you here, but she is just a beast she puts her head down she doesn't complain she stays humble she has great sportsmanship and empathizes with the other people that she's wrestling with she's more concerned about the other people that she wrestles with are they healthy are they strong did i hurt them i just ended their high school career and she is just a kind human humble girl and that's the difference with Julia Canny. I, I'm going to tell you something. I was following the girl she lost to on Friday morning out along with their coach. I was walking behind him and they were talking about how Julie was able to counter what she was trying to do after she got her down in the first period. And I heard their coach say, she's a really smart wrestler. Everything you tried, she was half a step ahead of you figuring out what you were going to do. I think that says a lot about Julia's knowledge of, of this sport. She is. She's very methodical and she you know, she's able to hone in on, you know, what's this girl going to do? Where's this girl's strength and uh, where's her weaknesses? And she's so patient on that mat that she knows that she needs to just wait a little bit longer and she's going to be able to find her shot. She's going to, you know, if the girl doesn't have the arm completely sunk in, she just needs to wait a little bit longer and she'll, she can try to flip over and she can get out. And she's, she's just so patient and it's respected from other wrestlers, obviously. Emma Daniels uh, made it around further this year than a year ago. I think she was disappointed on Thursday night to lose, but excited about the fact just a sophomore and she took another step forward this year. Uh, just a great year. I think her future is unlimited. Oh, I think that's an understatement. I think Emma Daniels improved. She was great last year, but she improved a lot um, from last year to this year. She's strong. Um, I know she's going to go and do a lot of weight strength training this year. Um, a lot of these girls also are going to AAU. I know Emma's going to be doing that, um, and she's just really going to continue to hone in on her skills and her abilities, and um, every year she's getting a little bit further, and I know the goal for next year is to hopefully place next year too. Yeah, absolutely. Which match did you feel was her best 
on over the over the weekend. I know it's hard to put them all and separate them. You want me to pick just one? <laughs> oh my goodness! Did you just feel like she wrestled really well in all of her matches? I do. I mean, we knew going off the bat that she had to go against Haley Armstrong, and she's lost against her. But she also beat her when we were down yep. in Atlantic. So it really was anyone's game. And the way how the bracket shook out loose uh, this year, it's really anyone's game. Some of the top people that are, you know, higher seed. They're not going as far as we thought that they would. So um, the fact that Emma was just in the right headspace and she was ready to go, that just tells you the kind of um, athlete that she is. Let's talk about the other Emma, Emma Grossman. Uh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I interviewed her a couple of times. She's a blast. But I think she also probably puts in more work behind the scenes than, than people realize. And, and I think for her getting down here and getting some experience is going to be very beneficial. I think the future very, very bright for her as well. She is my little fireball, that for sure. Uh, you never know what she's going to bring to the table. But, um, you know, from last year to this year, she's really improved. She's honed in on her skills. I know I keep saying that, but these girls, they really have been putting in the time before practice, after practice, um, you know, running miles. Even when I don't tell them they have to run miles, they're doing it. And um, Emma was just excited to be here. And that's, I think, the best the best thing that she could have done is not get in her head, not worry about somebody's record, not worried about is she capable. She obviously is capable, and she had um, you know, surgery over the summer on her feet, and she was a little bit worried she wasn't going to be able to do some of the things that she needed to do, but she over, overcame any of those obstacles and obviously was able to make it to state, did the best that she could, and at the end of the day, she popped her head up with a smile, and by gosh, that Olive Garden is waiting for her. <laughs> yes, and I hope she enjoyed it, and she does always seem to have a smile on her face. Yes. Speaking of a girl that always has a smile, uh, the other senior, a Avery Burke, uh, another character. She is just a blast. Um, a hard competitor, uh, always tough on herself. I, I, I laugh about the fact that she was disappointed that she didn't get a black eye on the <laughs> on the one match, but such a fun kid to talk to and, do, and to watch wrestle because she competes with everything. She really does. She, God, from day one, she said, I'm going to state last year, and that's exactly what she did. She was the first um, girl on our team that got a pin for us and put us on the map. She is dedicated to her sports she's dedicated to her studies she puts in the time she puts in the effort she asks the questions she watches the videos I mean there's not a whole lot that she's not willing to do and I know with herself and some of the other seniors it's like they just they they choose to eat sleep and breathe wrestling and really commit to those bonds of the other coaches and they thoroughly enjoy it and they can't get enough of it and I am so incredibly proud of Avery and what she's been able to accomplish this year and last year. And I hope that she's able to walk away with her head held high and that girl's going to do amazing things. Absolutely, Coach. I tell you what, I appreciate you so much joining us all year long. We'll look forward to catching up with you again when the golf season gets started right around the corner. <laughs> Sounds great, Jeff. Thank you. You bet. Head coach Samantha Vanami again with the Carol Girls at Wrestling Team. We'll be back with more from the Pizza Ranch Coaching Show right here on KCIM. Hi, this is Chloe Dankert, and for the past two years, I have had the privilege of working in the marketing department here at Carol Broadcasting. It has been so rewarding and has given me a real sense of accomplishment as I reached my goals. But things in my life have changed as my husband and I welcomed a baby girl in 2022. With my responsibilities and schedule as a mom, it made more sense to move to a new position with Carol Broadcasting. As excited as I am to get started in my new role, I want to let you know that Carol Broadcasting will be looking for our next member of our marketing team. If you're outgoing, love meeting and helping people, and using your creativity to make their businesses a success, then Carol Broadcasting is the perfect place for you to call home. Apply today by sending your resume to Kim Hackett, our general manager, at kim at carolbroadcasting.com. Carol Broadcasting is an equal opportunity employer. We're back here at the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show talking a little uh, Kemper girls basketball right now as Andrew, Andrew Clank, the head coach, is uh, joining us here. Coach, congratulations. You guys back-to-back uh, -back nights played well down at Harlan, a ranked team, and, and battled them to just a six-point game on Thursday. Then came back home on Friday night, uh, beat a Shenandoah team that came into the game above 500. Uh, but you guys, uh, you know, you, you get it done. I think you said uh, right during the commercial break that it, it wasn't real pretty, but you got the job done. Yeah, you know, I 
with uh with some unfortunate weather there for a little while we kind of had to sandwich some games together and uh, that makes for a little bit of a little bit of chaos for us but uh you know i honestly i i think our girls responded really well we 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 came out we battled uh you know all week and that's kind of been our our mo all season is you know we we battle we battle we battle and more times than not we've come up a little short but you know um last night against a uh, pretty solid Shenandoah team. Um, you know, we came out on, on the top side of, of that, you know, battled for four quarters. Coach, what do you think was the difference for you guys Friday night? Um, you know, I think a lot of it was just playing as a team. Um, you know, we had a, we only given up only giving up 27 points is, is, is pretty impressive uh, from a standpoint of, uh, you know, it takes five girls on the floor, whatever five are on the floor. And we, we played – you know, quite a few girls have stepped in. They they had they had roles they had to do, and they did they did it really well, um, which was which is really nice to see for us. Uh, you know, girls stepping into roles and, and buying into it. Um, so you know, for us, uh, a lot of it was, you know, just that one two that that I'm going to work with my teammates and we're going to try to be successful, especially when the ball is not falling in the hoop for us. Um, but I really think that you know when we kind of made our run, uh, we got a couple of really good looks. Some some layups, some, some inside-out kicks, and it was because of our defense on the other end. Coach, what do you think you guys took from Thursday night? I, I know it was a loss, but just a six-point loss on the road to a top-ten-ranked Harlan ball club. Uh, do you think the way you played there helped you guys on Friday night on either end of the floor? Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, seeing – Seeing that, that we're capable um, against a very solid Harlan team, a very good Harlan team, um, you know, down to the wire, uh, and that we have the ability to do that on both ends of the floor, uh, you know, really opened some eyes for us, uh, for for our girls. Um, that confidence aspect, um, you know, we we didn't shoot it phenomenal, but we took care of the basketball in the second half. Um, you know, we cleaned things up offensively. We got really good looks. We got to the line, um, and defensively, we got stops. And you know, if if we if we continue to to work in that direction, uh, you know it's going to be a lot of fun. Coach, two and two over the last week. Uh, you know playoffs get started here in in, in just over a week for everybody. Um, where's this team at right now? What do you need to keep building on it? And how does this two and two week with two close losses to two ranked teams? Because the loss to Cooner Abbas Baird coming into closing seconds. I know they're one A, but still a ranked one A team that's playing really well right now. So you know two and two, but you're really close to going four and zero on a crazy busy week. Yeah, you know I, our our mo um, this whole week was just you know every day is a new day. Uh, you know positive vibes. Uh, we can't hang our head, you know, can't, you know, it, when you have a losing record, sometimes that's a little tough to, to come back to work every day, but our girls have done it um, every day, come back to work to get better. Um, you know, they know that they're, you know, on the short end of a couple of games that should have gone our way. And, you know, that it, there's not, it's out of your control. Uh, so, you know, we've got to grow from that, um, you know, from a mental perspective. Um, and then, you know, hopefully by the end of the season, you know, it's winding down and we're getting into regionals next week is, you know that mental toughness when you are in games that are close, or you've got to you know value the basketball or get a defensive stop. You know all those tough times we've been through this year. Um, you know start to start to pay off for us. You know just kind of in that that growth aspect of things. Coach, a couple of players, one that's been playing really solid all year, I think, on both ends in Lauren Bell, but Aubrey Hewton really starting to come on offensively. She's played well, really well defensively, I think, most of the year for you, but offensively, things seem to be starting to click a little bit for her. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think she's she's confident uh, shooting the basketball. Uh, her feet you know, feel a little more comfortable underneath of her, um, and I, I think like I always tell the girls, defense leads to offense. And, you know, when you play great defense on one end, you know, and the ball's going to find you on the other end offensively, and she's doing that. Um, you know, Franny Glenn is a double-double machine lately. Yes, uh, yes. You know, she's getting 10-plus rebounds every night. Uh, she's doing a phenomenal job. Lauren's always been, you know, great on the glass, and she's she's kind of finding that mid-range shot for her. She's finding herself at the free-throw line and shooting it at a pretty high clip. Um, you know, and, and the list goes on down the list of girls that have just – you know, kind of embraced their role and really ran with it. So it's good to see. Um, you know, that's the whole point of, of a season is you want to continue to work and build up, and then you want to you peak at the right time. 
Coach, I know you got one more regular season game left, and we always think one game at a time. That's Tuesday night. You guys host Dennis and Schleswig, but uh, postseason just a week away from today on Saturday. Um, you guys uh, take on uh, Esac County, that one now on the road uh, coming up. I know you've seen them before, so uh, more of a question, not about the games, but what did you think of the pairings when they came out on Wednesday? Um, we're just focused on Dennis and Tuesday. Um, you know, the, the regional pairings, they are what they are. It's out of our control. Um, you know, we're just going to keep growing from game to game, um, trying to keep building off of what we've been doing really well. And, you know, where we got to go, we got to go. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate you joining us here. We wish you the best of luck, and uh, we'll see you next Saturday uh, up at uh, Sac City. You bet. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. Head Coach Andrew Clank again with the Kemper Girls basketball team back with more of the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show right here on KCIM. Here at Manning Regional Healthcare Center, we offer our patients convenient care close to home. To better meet your healthcare needs, our clinic offers extended hours into the early evening during the week and Saturday morning hours to accommodate busy schedules. We also offer same-day appointments for minor injuries or illnesses for when you or your family need it most. If you're not feeling well, call 712-655-8100 to schedule an appointment at MRHC. We've trusted experts close to home. Back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show, talking with Katie Cook. Of course, she's the girls' basketball coach with the Carroll Tigers. They've been on a tear as of late here, winning three games this week out of three and four of their last five. So, Katie, congratulations. Uh, man, this team defensively really, really good right now, and, and, and I think they're really enjoying playing on the defensive end. <laughs> well, we could ask them, but let's just say, yeah, they're they're okay. loving it. <laughs> Th- thanks <laughs> for loving yeah. Thanks for joining us. By the way, Coach, how are you today? Of course, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Last night, uh, you guys were in action. I had to travel over to Boone. Uh, you hold them to 26. I bring up the defense. I'm just going to tell everybody. You hold Boone to 26 last night. Uh, Tuesday night, you held Bondurant Farrar at home to 24. And uh, you held ADM on Monday night to 39 points. So uh, a really good defensive week. Now, you got another game coming up today against a pretty good Denison slash week ball club. But uh, um, what is it uh, with the defense, and what was it with the defense on, on Friday night against Boone? You know, the girls just, they, they buy into the game plan, um, you know, and, and we, we try to take away the other team's strengths or the other players' strengths if we can. But it doesn't hurt that we have a lot of girls that are uh, pretty long. Yep. I mean, we, we've got a lot of good size and, and with that, some athleticism. So um, I've just been proud of how far the girls have come this year defensively. And, um, and, and, and they really dig in and get those stops, which... Uh, I think I've said it a million times, but, you know, if you struggle to score on the offensive end, you better get some stops. So, um, yeah, the girls have bought in and uh, done a nice job. Did anybody have a, a standout defensive game for you last night? You know what? Molly Feld has been huge. Yes. Uh, we tend to put her on uh, last night, uh, Boone's best player, um, and Aaron Aids, uh, a very athletic guard and and. and Molly's able. She's happy to take on that challenge. She likes it. She digs in, and, and she gets a lot of defensive stops for us. Um, we don't do anything too fancy. We we don't change it up a ton. Uh, we just try to uh, take away high percentage shots. Coach, I'm glad you brought up Molly. I know she came up to do the interview Tuesday night in that Bondurant for our game that I called. But, uh, man, it, it, you're right. I thought that night early in that game she had some key jump into the passing lane, get some steals for you. Her defense kind of helped spark you guys early on against Bondurant Farrar. Absolutely. She, um, she's, she's a defensive stopper. I would say that's her biggest role for us. Um, she ended up with a lot of steals that night. Uh, last night it was, she, I think she held their best score, you know, like five, six points under her average, which is great. Um, so yeah, her defense has been huge, and we're we're all trying to if you you know you find yourself in the stands, go ahead and holler at her to shoot because we're trying to get her to shoot more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's capable. Yeah. She's definitely capable on the offensive end too. You know, the whole student section every time she gets the ball now is going to start chanting shoot 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 you know that right (laughs) it would be i'm hoping it happens today i've got your broadcast against dennis and slush week i'm going to put put it out there i'm hoping the student section will chant shoot 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 for molly today 
Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Coach, the offense, as good as the defense has been, uh, the offense struggling still a little bit. You guys have been winning games, but you score 48 against ADM, 35 against Mondoran, 49 last night. So you're getting enough to win, but you said it here a little bit ago. When you struggle on offense, you got to play good defense. Uh, how's the offense looking? Do you f- do you feel you're struggling, or, or, or do you feel pretty good with the way the offense has been playing? Um, you know, if we win, I don't think it matters. Right. Um, but it just it depends. We're kind of our streaky shooters. Uh, we might shoot 40% one night and 19% the next night. Um, so I guess uh, we should need to find more time to get, you know, shots up, uh, whether that's during practice or, or on their own time or whenever it might be. But uh, I think we see a lot of zone uh, as of late. Like I mentioned, we're, we have good size, so yep. we do see a lot of zone. And sometimes that's a a little bit of a slower pace um, so we don't get as many shots off uh, because we take more time with the ball, uh, working it around side to side, in and out, and that kind of thing. But, yeah, I, it's something we're, work, we're working on. We continue to work on. I've got a list. We're working our way down. We're almost, we're almost perfect, Jeff, but, but not quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get them there, Coach. I, I know you will. Who played well offensively for you against Boone? Uh, it was Allie Cook. Allie Cook had 15 points, led us in scoring. It was nice to see her have a, a strong offensive performance. A lot of it was, uh, we. I don't have the stats in front of me, but we had a lot of offensive rebounds, um, and, and Allie herself had quite a few putbacks. Um, I would, I'd venture to guess about half of her points were from putbacks, um, and she had with a pair of threes as well. Uh, so yeah, Allie. It was it was nice to see a kid that struggled with some injuries, um, you know, see some of her work pay off and, and have a good solid game. So. Absolutely, she plays with such energy out there, Coach. Mentioned another game coming up today. That's four of them this week. Uh, you knew it was going to be a busy week. How you feeling? Like the girls are going to be feeling coming into that game today, and what are you looking at with Dennis and Slushwick? Um. Well, it's it's. At this point in the season, a lot of the teams we're playing, we've we've already seen once. So, um, Denison with Denison today, this is not not the case. Um, so, obviously, they have a great player in Kiana Schultz, I believe is her name. Yep. Uh, good guard. So we'll look to slow her down if we can. Um, and again, we always start with we always start with defense, and we go from there. Control what we can. Um, when we get a chance to push the ball, we will in transition, and hopefully we'll be able to capitalize on our on our size. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate you joining us. We look forward to getting a chance to catch up with you again later on today. Again, uh, game time, 345, 4 o'clock this afternoon. So looking forward to catching up with you then, and, and best luck. We'll see you later today. Sounds good. Thanks, Jeff. You bet. Head Coach Katie Cook again with the Carroll Girls basketball team. We'll be back with more from the Pete Ranch Coaches Show. We're going to flip the script. We'll talk boys basketball. And we've got Sean Minahan with the Kemper Boys joining us next right here on KCIM. Here at Pete's Ranch, we love our basketball. Just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. Back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. Again, Sean Minahan with the Kemper Boys joining us. They pick up another victory last night. Uh, Coach, congratulations. Uh, you got the guys playing really well, and, and we've got to start. First, thanks for joining us. Second, we've got to start with the alley-oop that opened up the game last night. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was an exciting um, start to the game. Coach Tryon, he uh, wanted to start with an alley-oop for, the, for Carter because he, he got one down in practice the other day, and um, you know, Colby Putin threw an absolutely perfect pass from, you know, just across half court and, you know, Carter just went up and got it. And it was, that was a lot of fun. Really started the night off. And really exciting. 
And then you get another one later in the game, Ben Trail, and uh, you and I were talking during the commercial break that uh, it, it, the guys must have been in the in the right mindset because they were setting each other up for these kind of things last night. Yeah, and we, you know, it was one of those games. Is uh, we kind of knew going in, you know, we we had a chance to you know take care of business early and and kind of have some fun with it. We just as long as we did the little things right early, you know, and the guys really did. They executed. They played great defense. Um, and I told Ben, if you get a chance to be trailing in transition to kind of call for one, um, and he threw it up to Hans, and Hans dropped the right back for him. It was yeah, it was a lot of fun, and, and man, they were both way up there on the, those. It was it was awesome. A lot of people going to talk about that, but you guys went out defensively and played well against Shenandoah last night as well. Yeah, I mean we twenty one points in the first three quarters, and you know they got going, hit some threes in the fourth quarter. Um, but, you know, that's it. that is what it is. Our guys, you know, really set the tone from the beginning. Um, maybe not the fastest of starts, but, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. You know, all of our seniors got a lot of minutes. Um, Jace Huffman and Colby Putin's guys who, who don't get a lot of minutes in, in action, but um, worked really, really hard for us the last four seasons. Um, been great scout team players for us the past two years. So um, it was great to get them. They, they were able to get starts in last night and uh uh you know colby hit some shots in the fourth quarter and then and uh jace hit some as well so that was fun to see them both get not only play but you know get them the score column as well coach uh did some of the guys that maybe had been struggling a little bit offensively get going last night yeah i mean brock had you know had a rough two games uh, between the lc game and the harlan game you know he didn't hit, shoot the ball the way he you know he had been all year and and uh i think he made his first six threes of the game and then hit, and then maybe missed a seventh or he might have made five, missed one, and then made one. I can't remember the exact order of it. But, uh, you know, he got a lot of really good looks and he, you know, he shot the ball with confidence. And, you know, we joked with him at halftime about how big that hoop is or how big the hoop looked for him. And he just said it was huge. So it was, <laughs> it was, it was fun. Yeah, you know a guy like that's not going to struggle for long. You mentioned the Harlan game. Uh, he struggled, but uh, that you, you got a ton of weapons. Uh, and You guys took him out of there on, on Thursday night with a 75-63 to 63 victory. Had to be happy with the guys in the way they played Thursday night? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we haven't won at Harlan, I think, since, I want to say, whatever, Cole Neary senior year and Sam Brinks and all those guys. So, um to get a sweep of Harlan, you know, we beat them at our place to, for the conference game. And then, uh, you know, we're down, you're down one at half or two at half. I can't remember what it was. And then, uh, you know, they came out really well in the third quarter and we were struggling. Um, and then called timeout with four minutes to go in the, with four minutes left in the third. And, uh, you know, we put in Jack Bating, Hans Krauss and Ben Gerken, and they really, really, um, you know, sparked a fire in our team. Uh, those three, combined with uh, Carson Canny and, and Tragenbiter, went on something like a 26 to three run between the third end of the third quarter into the beginning of the fourth quarter. So uh, that was that was huge for us. Um, just the energy that they, they brought in, and just the offense, defense. We hit threes, just but the defensive intensity was just so much fun. Coach, a couple of games coming up next week as well. Uh, you guys got uh, Dennis and Sleshwig at home on Tuesday, and then uh, on Thursday you guys travel to South Hamilton. Uh, both you guys, as of right now, like 15-2, 16-2 uh, on the year. So th- that one that one could be interesting. Do you think that one could have any impact on, on anything further down in the season? Because I was thinking that could be a team you could see maybe in the postseason. Yeah, I'm not really sure how we're, we'll find out Monday where we get uh, slotted for a postseason play. Um, you know, and that's what we said to our guys Thursday night going to the Carroll game, or not, sorry, not the Carroll game, the Harlan game. It was so big for us because um, we needed to win that we're sitting sixth in the state seasons right now, state ranking. So to win that game allows us to stay in the, I should allow us to stay in the top six, which will hopefully give us a favorable matchup. You know, uh, you don't want to go north where West Line and Western Christian is. you got Underwood and Trainer over in southwest Iowa that are really good. So um, it'll be interesting to see where we get slotted. Um, but, you know, before the South Hamilton game, if we um, – Harlan beat uh, Lewis Central last night. So that puts us both at um, 
with one loss in the conference. And uh, so, you know, we take care of business Tuesday night against Dennis and we'll be, you know, co-champions in the conference. So that's a big opportunity for us. We want to make sure we take advantage of. And that's something that you guys really wanted coming into this year. Absolutely. That was one of our main goals. You know, we want to win the conference and we want to make the state tournament. So, um, you know, Har- you know, Harlan, you know, really made up for it. We, we dropped the one against Lewis Central where we could, you know, take care of business ourselves. Um, but Harlan, Harlan came up big for us, and now we just got to seal the deal on Tuesday. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate all of the time. Uh, wish you the best of luck, and looking forward to seeing where the playoff pairing sends you guys and, and, and being able to catch up with you throughout the playoffs. Absolutely, us too. Looking forward to it, and thanks for your coverage. You bet. Head Coach is Sean Minahan again with the Kemper Boys basketball team. We've got Randy Beeson. We're going to catch up with him next right here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. It is Catholic Schools Week, and Catholic Schools Week is celebrating huge milestones this year. 50 years nationally and 150 years in Carroll County. Carroll Broadcasting wants to help highlight how Catholic schools have played such an important role in our community. Greetings from Kemper. This is John Steffes wishing everyone a happy Catholic Schools Week. Let's celebrate. We have much to be thankful for and to celebrate. To celebrate how Kemper educates the whole child, mind, body, and soul. Helping us celebrate Catholic Schools Week. Haley Equipment, Lens Insurance and Real Estate, Olson Mulbauer, Bruner Bruner Reinhardt Morton, Kemper Catholic Schools, Catholic Charities, Matt Hinners, St. Anthony Regional Hospital, Mid-Iowa Insurance and Real Estate, and The Market on 30. Back here on the Pizza Ranch at Coaches Show, of course, we're talking with Randy Beeson, the head boys basketball coach with the Carroll Tigers. They come off a nice uh, 53-43 victory last night over Boone. Coach, congrats on that one. Appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. You bet. Uh, you guys got out of the gate good last night. Uh, how much did you guys need that? Do you think? Yeah, it felt felt really good actually. Uh, you know, we weren't great offensively to start, but our defense was pretty good. Uh, held them without scoring for the first three minutes, and uh, we missed some shots and turned it over a little bit early on. But uh, we tried to pick up the pace and speed up the game as much as possible. So we got them to turn it over and got some easy ones in transition and. That got us going a little bit, and second quarter was even better. We scored the ball a lot better and uh, took care of it and got some, got some open shots. And Jared Moore had three big threes for us uh, almost in a row uh, in the second quarter. That kind of blew it open and got us up by 10, and uh, I think we were up 12 at halftime. So uh, it felt good to get off to a good start. And, uh, you know, the last few games, second half hasn't been pretty. So we were pretty confident at halftime, but we said, you know, you got to, Got to keep doing little things well. So it was it was a good first half last night. Did you see the guys' confidence starting to wane at all? Uh, I mean, this is a great group of guys, but with the five-game losing streak and, as you just mentioned, kind of the struggles in the second half, kind of leading that, or, or did this group come out in the second half? Do you feel feeling pretty confident? Well, I think it's easy, you know, once you lose four or five games in a row to start second-guessing a few things and wondering, you know, uh, do I have what it takes? Am I good enough? What do we need to do? You know, and our guys have been great. They, they haven't pointed any fingers. It's just, you know, like you got to keep being better. And, uh, you know, when we finally did get a practice in between some of those losses, the attitude was great. The effort was great. Uh, they're talking, communicating, trying to get better. So uh, I knew we, we at some point we were going to snap out of it. And uh, to be honest with you, it wasn't, it wasn't like we just, played awesome uh, but I don't think it was confidence wise we just we missed some easy ones around the basket and got some open looks and didn't get them to fall and uh, same way I mean we had a couple stretches tonight uh, start of the second quarter we scored two points for about the first four minutes of the second quarter and then all of a sudden uh, the last three or four minutes was a lot better and third quarter was the same way we scored two points the first uh, five minutes of the third quarter and then uh scored five or six points there towards the end and fourth quarter was a little bit better so uh you know Boone plays a weird zone uh like a four out one in zone uh and they just try to slow you down and make you make silly mistakes and uh they close out super hard so there's not a lot of threes to be made and they make you shoot some awkward shots they won't let you get to the basket because they got six seven under the basket and they close out hard so they make you drive it and make decisions with the ball. So I wouldn't say we were great on all of our decision-making. Uh, we didn't make a ton of shots and shoot lights out, but we were solid enough where uh, down the stretch we made the right plays and took care of the basketball and 
had some guys step up, and we made our free throws, went 10 for 13 from the free throw line, uh, which is good to see as well. So just one of those games that a lot of guys uh, did a few things. We had some guys step up, uh, some guys off the bench uh, did some nice things. Uh, so it was good, just all-around team win last night. Coach, uh, the other thing that jumps out for me is it's a five-game losing streak, but if anybody looks at the scores, you're playing really good ball clubs, and even though you're struggling in the second half and, and there for a while it was mainly just the fourth quarter, it wasn't like you guys were getting blown out. These were still all tight games. You guys still had chances late in a lot of those games to, you know, to, to maybe get into it and, and, and pull out a win. So you knew once things changed, this team's going to look probably more like you anticipated them looking. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the DCG game got out of hand, obviously, right. and they're they're really good being a four A team. But uh, Winterset, Ballard, ADM, Bondurant, I mean, those are four really good uh, conference teams. They're the best teams in our conference, uh, and we were either winning by two or tied up with three or four minutes to go in almost all those games. You know, one of them we were up by nine uh, at halftime. You know, so we did a lot of really good things in those games, but we just had a couple stretches that. Uh, we weren't very good, and uh, we didn't find a way to get enough stops late in the game, you know, and we let teams get hot. They made some outside shots uh, in a bunch of those games, you know. So, uh, yeah, we're, we've been super close. So uh, we just need to get off that losing streak, and it was good last night to, to come around. Uh, you know, Evan Hammer had been sick for a couple days in a row, uh, so he played limited minutes last night, and, you know, you got a big game uh, today against Denison. So, uh, that's always a fun one. So we tried to make sure that we uh, we kept guys a little bit fresher and played a few more guys to, so that we could get up and down and still try to push the pace and run and do some things, but not get people super tired. So once again, uh, you know, we we say all the time, uh, you win as a team, you lose as a team, and there's no point in fingers. And, uh, you know, I played nine or ten guys tonight and or last night, and uh they they were all solid. They all showed up. And they were good teammates, and uh, you know, Boone had a kid averaging eight or nine points. Uh, one of their big big guys uh, scored seventeen points against us, uh, so we didn't do a very good job of of matching him up. Which we'll have to do a better job uh, today against uh, the Arkell kid, who's six seven and, and big like him. So, uh, but overall, uh, guys did a really nice job. We had uh, eight or nine guys scored uh, points last night, so. It was just a good team win for, for all of us. And Coach, I remember mentioning something to you Tuesday night, uh, you know, that uh, you had two more games this week. If you win them both, everybody's just going to be talking about a two-game winning streak. You got that chance. And as you mentioned it, you're taking on Dennis and Sleswick. This has always been kind of a good rivalry between the two programs. And, uh, you know, not saying it's a rivalry between the two head coaches, but you guys know each other well. Yeah, yeah it's always a fun one. Uh, you know, they're, they're always well-coached and always have some good athletes and, it's no different today. Uh, they got the Arkansas kid that's six seven, six eight. They got the Weavers uh, kid that was a good football player and just a good basketball player as well. Uh, good rebounder, good passer, can shoot it. Uh, the Fink kid is, is a good player as well. So uh, they got some really good athletes and some good players, and it uh, should be a fun one. It's always fun to go against them, and uh, Coach Fink and I are, are Good uh, college roommates and, and still good buddies, so we talk a lot of basketball. We try not to talk about uh, anything uh, specific with our teams, just about how things are going and stuff like that. So uh, it's, it's always a fun game, and I expect a, a good one this afternoon. Well, looking forward to it, Coach. Good. We can't wait to see you guys play again. So we'll let you go, catch up with you coming up uh, later on this afternoon after the ball game. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. You bet. Head coach Randy Beeson again with the uh, Carroll Boys basketball team back with more. We'll talk Carroll Boys wrestling. That's coming up next year on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. Hi, this is Dr. Rick Godding. Join me here on KCIM at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings where I talk about orthopedics and whatever else really comes to mind. We have a good time on the show and we would like to invite you to join us. Listen this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. right here on KCIM for the St. Anthony Hospital Orthopedic Show with Dr. Rick Godding. For more information about St. Anthony Orthopedics, go to stanthonyhospital.org or call 794-5536. Back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show, talking Carroll Tiger boys wrestling right now with the head coach Eric Nago, who is joining us. And coach, as always, appreciate you kind of uh, chiseling out a little bit of time to join us on these Saturday mornings. 
<laughs> no problem. Anything for you guys. <laughs> you bet. Coach, uh, you guys in action a couple of different times since we talked last Saturday. Of course, Raccoon River Conference meet last Saturday. We'll chat about that here in a little bit, but you also headed down to Creston for the regional duels uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, took on a winter set team uh, in the opening round, picked up a win there, and then met Creston, who was seeded number three. Uh, got an early lead, but uh, fell. But uh, first, what, uh, three straight years now, you guys uh, in, in the regional duel tournament? Yeah, yeah, three straight years. Actually, our first year, we actually went to winter set. And um, they received a little bit higher, and we had a Russell Hampton Dumont end up losing that one and didn't get our chance at winter set. And, and then last year we had to go up to Webster City with Webster City and Humboldt, and Humboldt qualified this year for state duels. So congratulations to them. And then uh, we were fortunate again to be able to qualify this year and 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 get a victory. You know, first one, and you don't want to go three years in a row and not win that first round. You know, <laughs> yep. you work hard to get there. So you know that was our goal and and chance to beat Winterset and get get a chance at you know trying to beat a giant like Creston and traditionally powerhouse and. And we got that opportunity, so pretty grateful for those. Another cherry kind of on top of another special season, including back-to-back Raccoon River Conference Coach of the Year honors for you. So congratulations on that as well. I appreciate that. Thank you. I didn't win last year. I, I, I lost last year. Okay. I, I got the year before. Okay. But no, um, and that's a compliment to the kids and, and everything, and I appreciate everybody sending the messages and whatever, but you, you know how it is. Without without the kids, you you don't get those awards, and and it goes to all those kids and all the hard work and and my coaching staff. I can't say enough about my coaching staff. Those guys um, are amazing. I mean, they're not just they're just not a coaching staff. They're 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 my best friends and good friends, and our families are close, and it's just a family atmosphere. And and I couldn't have done it without all those guys. So I appreciate all those. Well, that what makes what you guys are doing up there so special, Coach. Let's talk winners at Tuesday night. Uh, a conference foe, you know them well. Uh, you ended up winning thirty-seven to twenty-eight. Uh, dropped the very first match at one hundred and forty-four pounds, but then kind of got things rolling, picking up uh, five straight wins and winning a uh, six of the next eight matches. Uh, not really to kind of to completely secure it, but get yourself in pretty good shape at that point. Yeah, put us in a pretty good lead there. You know, we put Thaddeus Dirks out at 144. Um, Tanner Heidel was doing a great job for us this year. And, and Thaddeus finally got to the weight he, he needed to get to. And we gave an opportunity for a wrestle-off. But with all the Christmas, with, not Christmas, but the snow days and things like that, we had a wrestle-off. And Thaddeus happened to win that one and um, went out and wrestled hard but, but lost. He hasn't had a few matches. And then, yeah, to rattle off six in a row and, you know, get seven, eight out of the – so eight out of there, you know, to do what we needed to do. Um, huge win by Jake and Kate at 106. That was a huge win for him and, and a huge turn for us. I think once we got, once Jake got that win and then, you know, we, we bumped Trevin Childress to, to 113 and Tedro up to 20. At that point, you know, we kind of we kind of figured we had it at that point with, with the winner's day. You never know, but, you know, we, we knew we had it after that. Yeah, got a little tighter probably than you wanted to late. It was uh, just a six-point lead headed into Kale Nelson, the final match. Uh, you guys end up getting the, the win by decision from him to secure uh, that uh, nine-point victory. That advances you into the uh, to the finals of that uh, regional duel. You, as you said, you took on Creston, who was the host team. Uh, you won the first three and won four of the first five, and then, and then Creston kind of got, looks like maybe did the heart uh, of their team and, and ended off reeling off. I think about six or seven in a row to, to secure the victory. Yeah, we, we started off three in a row hot, and you know, and then um, they bumped Bollinger up from 65 away from Rick Galler to, to wrestle Polking, and, and we were kind of excited for that. Kieran's been wrestling really, really well, and you know, we talk about that, being the person that wants the ball and that, that, that one that wants to have the, the duel in their hands, and, and Kieran went out and wrestled hard against a real tough, tough competition. And then Quentin comes off with a win, and then then you get into their firepower a little bit with with Fuller and Chapman, their big upper guys, and you know, and then their lower weights. They just kind of got the the snowball rolling. But I thought we did a real good job rolling out of there. And then um, I, I Tedro came out at thirteen, and, and we got a good takedown. And I thought that was going to stop the stop the bleeding, but then they just started him. They started getting on their roll, and then you know we lost by a tech ball and a fall and. You know, and then it comes down into 11-7 at 126. And, you know, Beckett fought his butt off in that match. And, matter of fact, we reversed him. And 
However it was, don't know what it was. I thought it was a fall. We all thought it was a fall. Should have had a pin. We should have won that match, but we ended up losing that match 11-7. to And, you know, once you get the, the snowball rolling with them, mm-hmm. they're really, really tough to beat. It was a great atmosphere. Coach Downing and those guys do a great job. Lights were turned down low. Um, put, the, put the lights in the center mat. And, um, heck, we – Fans were getting after each other. Fans were getting after us. I felt like I was at an Iowa duel being the opposite team and <laughs> everybody's screaming at me, you know. So we got a little heated with them, but that, that, that's, what, that's what's fun. That's what's fun about that environment, getting after it. Creston, like we talked earlier, they're traditionally a wrestling community. Everybody in that community knows how to wrestle and knows wrestling and, and can wrestle. And, you know, when you have that tradition and whatever, and it was good for our our. our kids to feel that and that atmosphere because that's what same thing we're trying to create here you know trying to build that community up to to follow and to push and and to traditionally be that way so it was fun to see us i love the environment it was awesome but once i got that snowball rolling it was really really hard to stop it coach let's bounce back here to to last saturday a very good performance at the raccoon river conference a meet uh, you guys uh, finished up fourth and comfortably in fourth place ahead of winterset and also boone um so so a good showing for your guys down there last saturday yeah our guys wrestled really really well to to go down there and like i said earlier that that saturday you know there's six ranked teams in there, and you got Bondaran, Carlisle, and North Polk have had a great day. Um, Hesse's done a great job with those guys. They wrestled well. They qualified for regional duels as well and won the first round. Um, but, you know, for us to come out fourth, and our guys wrestled well and did everything that they needed to and and uh, showed a lot of heart with dealing with the things that we dealt with that week and, and uh, stepping up and doing their job and, and – and, taking care of business when I wasn't available to be there for him. And our coaching staff did a great job preparing them that week and, and getting everything ready. And, and, and they wrestled the rear ends off. And, and to finish fourth in that conference, I'm, I'm very, very proud of what we did there. It's, it's, it, it was acceptable and, and, and where, where we need to be. We know we're right in that hunt. Like I said, you got six teams in there that can to hammer away and, and it could have went any way, every which way. And I was just very impressed and proud of our guys. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate all the time. Hopefully you're going to be able to enjoy a, a Saturday uh, away and just spending <laughs> with family. So we appreciate you I joining us. I'm going to do that. You bet. Have a great one, man, and we will catch up with you again next week. I appreciate it. Thanks for all the coverage, and go Tigers. Head Coach Eric Noggle again with the uh, Carroll Boys Wrestling Team back with more from the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show next right here on KCIM. Janine's Hallmark can get you ready for Valentine's Day. From charming willow tree collectibles to coffee mugs and pillows with simple sayings to fragrant candles, find something perfect for your sweetheart, best friend, or anyone else. And don't forget the card. Stop in early for the best selection. Janine's Hallmark in the Westgate Mall. Back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show, let's talk a little Kemper Boys Wrestling right now with head coach Shane Vaughn. And coach, appreciate you joining us here today. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be here. You bet, Coach. Uh, you guys kind of wrapping up uh, what we did call the the regular season last Saturday at the uh, Hawkeye 10 Conference meet. Uh, I thought you guys did well, finishing in, in sixth with 130 and a half points just behind Atlantic. I know we had talked last week that you were hoping that uh, maybe you could nip those guys, and it came really, really close. They finished with 133, but had a lot of individual guys uh, finish extremely well. Caleb Hoffman took second place. Owen Neppel finished in fifth for you. Uh, Jake Earlbeck was second. Uh, Tate Barrett was third. Sam Rodert finished up in fourth place. Bryce Wiskus was third. Kobe Pierce also finished in fifth. So a lot of guys in the top five. Um, had to feel pretty good about how things went. Yeah. Um, you know, we got off to kind of a slow start that day, losing our first several matches in a row, but I think once our kids kind of got settled in the flow of the tournament and got rolling a little bit, we kind of picked up steam and ended up not having a bad day overall. What What do you think happened early? You mentioned you, you lost several early matches in a row. What What do you think was going on there? I mean, part of it, there's tough competition. You yep. know, it's a tough conference, tough tournament, so that very well could be it. Um, we had a few guys, I think, that got a little – little too invested in looking at the bracket and who they might have next instead of just focusing on one match at a time and wrestling, and that kind of caught up to them. So that's something that's good to figure out now versus at districts or hopefully the state tournament. So, you know, you learn those lessons and grow from them. Yeah, and the other good thing about it, Coach, is, is that it sounds like after maybe suffering that early loss, that didn't put make them distraught and kind of knock them out for the rest of the day. sounds like you bounced back really well. Absolutely. 
Yeah, kids responded well. Coach, let's start right at the top there. Uh, Caleb Hoffman taking second at 120 pounds. Good day for him. How'd you feel like he wrestled? He wrestled tough. Um, you know, he's he's kind of finally finally settled into his routine and gotten confident with where he wants to be and finds himself ways to put himself in the positions he's comfortable. So he had a pretty good day. Um, you know, obviously hats off to Glenwood Kid. He's a heck of a wrestler. So that was a tough final for us, but getting that final to compete against him was a pretty good opportunity for Caleb. Jake Earl back another second place finish for you. Got into the championship match, lost to the kid from from Chinadoa, who was a thirty eight and one on the season. But Jake, a ranked wrestler, where's he at right now, and where do you think he needs to get to to make a run uh, if he can get down to uh, the state tournament? Jake's been competing really well for us. Yeah. Um, you know, had a had a good semifinal win over another tough opponent, and then a tough loss in the final, but. He's uh, he's really developed into his confidence on the mat, so he's uh, pretty excited about the next opportunities ahead of him. Yeah, he's a guy that has a chance to make a run, uh, you know, and don't want to put him in Des Moines yet, but you got to feel good about him getting down there. I think he's got a chance to do some damage if he gets there. Absolutely. Yeah, no, he's one of our guys that I think has definitely a lot of opportunity ahead of him, and it's just up to him to go out and take it. Tate Barrett, a third-place finisher. I, I know you kind of mentioned you, you felt he wrestled really well for you in a, in a really loaded class. Yeah, 165 is tough. I mean, really, the the top five kids in that bracket all are fantastic wrestlers, and so battling out and getting third was a, a great day for him. And His last two matches actually had to come from behind a little bit, so that was good to see that kind of composure and poise out of him. Yeah, one is uh, third place match six to three. You said he had to kind of come back. Uh, what did he do to come back, and, and and what happened that he fell behind early? He just kept wrestling. You know, gave up an early takedown. Um, in both those matches, gave up an early takedown and didn't dwell on it. Just kind of fought back, found a way to his feet, and continued to wrestle and look for his own points and make up that ground. Bryce Wiskus, another third-place finisher for you, won his third-place matchup by major decision, kind of dominated uh, the young man from Creston, winning it to 10-1. to A good day for him on the mats as well? Yeah, um, you know, he's a little disappointed. He was hoping for more more than a third-place finish, but he bounced back well. Um, had, an, had an upset uh, early on that he wasn't too happy with, but he responded really well. He kept his head on straight, and just continued to wrestle and finish up third, so not too upset about that. Coach, who else uh, out of the guys you had so many guys plays? Who else wrestled well for you? Uh, you know, we had a lot of guys that had good moments. Um, even if they didn't necessarily finish where they wanted, you know, Owen Neppel did some good things. Um, McGuire, Jake, Joe, from that 32 to 44 range, all wrestled pretty tough. Um, Sam Rodert is down a weight from where he spent most of the season, and he's kind of starting to get more confident there, and that's really good to see. So him coming in fourth was a pretty good day for him. Coach, uh, kind of odd. Uh, you've been off this entire week as we talk on this Saturday morning, and now you got the state qualifying meet coming up. So, what was the focus this past week that we went through, and what's the focus then in practice in the week leading up to the, to the district meet? Having that break allows us to kind of you know take a step back and evaluate for more of a a wide lens focus on where the areas we can all work to get better on. Um, and then next week heading in, we're going to kind of fine tune things on a more individual basis and get where we need to be. So we feel real confident heading into Ogden. Do you like the district there? Uh, do you feel really good? Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel good about it. I mean, there's tough teams there, but to get to the state tournament, you have to go through someone tough no matter where you are. So I like where we are. Um, should be a pretty good opportunity for us. Well, like any typical wrestling season, you're going to get dings and bruises and bangs and stuff throughout the season. Uh, this kind of two-week stretch of, of not having a meet after the Hawkeye 10, going to be as healthy as you probably can be going into the district meet? Yep, that's our plan. Just get kids healed up and feeling as good as possible, both mentally and physically heading into it. Well, Shane, as always, we appreciate you joining us here today. Hopefully you've been able to enjoy a little time off uh, here over this last week as well and, and just get some rest yourself. But appreciate you always chatting with us on these Saturday mornings, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you next week to, to preview that district meet at Ogden. Sounds good. Thanks so much, Jeff. You bet. Head coach Shane Vaughn again with the Kemper Boys wrestling team back with more from the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show here on KCIM. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball. Just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. 
Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in here for this Pizza Ranch Coaches Show on this Saturday morning. I want to thank Tracy Hoffman, uh, the Kipper Girls Wrestling Coach, and Sam Vanami, the Carroll Girls Wrestling Coach, for joining us all season long. Their season has come to an end as we've wrapped up our interviews with them for this winter sports season. also want to thank coaches that we'll talk to for the next couple of weeks. Andrew Clank from the Kemper Girls, Katie Cook from the Carroll Girls Basketball Team, Sean Minahan from the Kemper Boys Basketball Team, Randy Beeson with the Carroll Boys Basketball Team, Eric Nago with the Carroll Boys Wrestling Team, Shane Vaughn with the Kemper Boys Wrestling Team, and Deb Danner will be back to join us next week to talk at Carroll Boys Swimming with the upcoming state meet. They've got, of course, their state qualifying meet going on today. That gets underway today at noon over in Ames today. So we wish Deb and that absolutely fantastic team the best of luck coming up later today. Rest of that local sports schedule in basketball, it'll be the Carroll Tigers hosting Dennis and Sleswick. I'll have the broadcast for everybody on 93.7 KKRL coverage getting underway at around 345 today with a tip-off at the girls game at 4 o'clock. Elsewhere, South Central Calhoun, they are entertaining Spencer beginning at 3.30 today in wrestling. South Central Calhoun boys are going to Eagle Grove today. Alto Aurelia and Garner Hayfield Venture all going to be there. That is a dual tournament that will get underway at 10 o'clock this morning. Thanks very much for tuning in. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you over on KKRL coming up here in a few hours.